Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective. As he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically, it is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Sometimes we get so focused on things that we like to hear that we forget the things we need to hear. We want someone to tickle our ears, someone to tell us that we're right. Today, Pastor J.D. reminds us how important it is to subscribe to truth and not just opinion. The things we need to hear are all found in God's Word. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on March 6th, 2022. I want to talk with you about how not knowing what or even who to believe is actually prophetically significant. I think you would agree (laughs) that it's becoming infinitely more difficult to discern the truth about anything with everything that's happening. And if you're anything like me, and I suspect that you are, it's like, I just throw up my hands. I don't know what to believe anymore. Now, the reason that this is significant in terms of Bible prophecy is because we're told that this is exactly what would happen at the time of the end, in the end times. The Apostle Paul, writing to Timothy in his first epistle, the fourth chapter, verse 1, by the Spirit says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. In the last days, at the time of the end, this is what will mark the last days, the time of the end. In his second epistle of Timothy chapter 4, beginning in verse 1, he says, In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of His appearing, and His kingdom, notice the delineation there, I give you this charge. Preach the Word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience. I'm still working on that. And careful instruction. And here's why. Timothy, verse 3. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, 
to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Okay, so not only will they depart from the faith, giving heed to doctrines of demons, so too will they not put up with sound doctrine at the time of the end. Last week I was talking with a really good friend of mine on the phone, and he brought up 1 John 4, and I'm like, wow, this is exactly what it is. Listen to what John says, beginning in verse 1, 1 John 4. Dear friends, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them, because the one who is in you, the Holy Spirit, is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world, and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us, but whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. Okay, stay with me please. So, so far we have this prophecy about in the last days, at the end times, at the time of the end, there are going to be those of the faith who depart from the faith, giving heed to doctrines of demons, and in so doing they will not put up with sound doctrine. They will gather around themselves and they will go to those teachers that tell them what they want to hear, what their ears are itching to hear, and they're listening to them, because they don't have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church today. This is the Spirit of Antichrist, and this is what they, notice the contrast between they and we, they are from the world, and they speak 
from the viewpoint of the world. And this is how you're going to know. And by the way, hang on to this. It's going to be germane to our understanding of what we're going to see today. Where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? Is this Jesus Christ or is this Antichrist? That's the test. That's the final test by which to determine whether or not it's of God or not. Hang on to that. Daniel chapter 8 verses 24 and 25. I've got 35 more of these, so hang in there. You can handle this, okay? You're like, Pastor, wow, this is too much. No, don't let the enemy do that. Daniel 8, 24 and 25 tells us that the Antichrist will destroy wonderfully, what a paradox that is, <laughs> prosper, and through his policy also he shall cause deceit to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his heart, and by peace shall destroy many. Are you tracking with me so far? Doctrines of demons, don't put up with sound doctrine. You got the spirit of Antichrist, Jesus Christ, and now we've got this deceit that is prospering. This comports with Second Thessalonians chapter 2. We talk about this prophecy quite often. The Apostle Paul is writing, to the church in Thessalonica, and beginning in verse 9, of the Antichrist, he says, the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve, interesting, the lie, and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth, and so be saved. For this reason God sends them a powerful delusion, so that they will believe the lie, and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth, but have delighted in wickedness. Okay, one more. I don't have 35, so, so take heart. This is the last one, at least for now. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Okay. Here's where I'm going with this. The level of confusion and deception today is off the charts. Would you agree? But this may actually be a good thing, even a God thing. And let me explain how I get there. When we don't know, we're more prone to turn to what we do know, which is the Word of God and the God of the Word. Example, consider all of the confusing and 
conflicting reports surrounding Russia and Ukraine. I don't know what to believe anymore. I mean, I listen to this guy over here, he's telling me this, and I'm listening to this guy over here, he's telling me that. How do we say it here in Hawaii? I'm so confusimicated. It's a Hawaii thing. Not only are there conflicting news reports, there's conflicting commentaries as it relates to Bible prophecy. <laughs> I mean, if that weren't bad enough, even Israel is conflicted by virtue of the fact that heretofore Russia has allowed Israel to operate against Iran in Syria. Now all of a sudden, no one is really sure, especially given the escalation, particularly on the northern border in the Golan Heights. So what are we going to do? Who do we believe? What do we believe? Oh, the Word of God. No one really knows, but here's what we do know. In Isaiah 17.1, we have a prophecy against Damascus. See, Damascus will no longer be a city, but will become a heap of ruins. In other words, when, not if, when this prophecy is fulfilled, it confirms another prophecy that we can know will also be fulfilled. There's so much speculation, pontification concerning Ezekiel 38. Can I draw your attention to verse 10? Listen to this. Thus says the Lord God. Oh, I, I want to I want to hear what God says. This is what, what, what does J.D. say about it? I don't care what J.D. says about it. I want to know what God says about it. Right here. This is what God says about it. On that day, thoughts will come into your mind, and you will devise an evil scheme. That doesn't sound good, does it? Sounds kind of deceitful, yeah? That's because it is. Well, what's God saying here? Well, this is speaking of Gog. I emphasize the G, because this isn't God. This is Gog. Sorry. This is why I take a couple weeks off, you know. Gog is the leader of this alliance of nations. And God Himself puts a hook in the jaw of this Gog to turn Him around and bring Him with His great horde, this alliance of nations, to invade Israel. And verse 10 tells us that a deceptive thought will enter his mind, and he will devise an evil scheme when this happens. 
We can know this because that's what God says about this. We know this. This is the truth. This is God's Word. Spoiler alert, there's something else we can know. (laughs) At the end of Ezekiel 38, we're told that God will execute swift and decisive judgment on Gog and his army, bringing unspeakable destruction suddenly. Sudden destruction. You know the thing about sudden destruction, right? It's sudden. And why does He do this? He does this so that the many nations will know that He is the Lord. So again, when we don't know, we turn to what we can know, and what we can know is that sudden destruction is coming. 1 Thessalonians 5.3. You know what else we can know? Not only that sudden destruction is coming, we also know when sudden destruction is coming. We do? Yeah. 1 Thessalonians 5.3 says, For when they say peace and security, then sudden destruction comes upon them. There's the contrast again between them and we, as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. We do. (laughs) They will not escape. We will escape. We know that from God's Word. Okay, so when they're saying these two words specifically, that's when sudden destruction comes? Yeah. Well, are they, are they saying peace and security? Oh my goodness. Pictured here is a screenshot from a YouTube video of the United Nations General Assembly emergency meeting that was held on Ukraine this last Monday, February 28th. Of particular note are two things that I would like to point out, the first of which is that since 1950, 72 years ago, right? 1950, only 10 emergency special sessions of the General Assembly have ever been convened. And when they are convened, they follow the adoption of Resolution 377A-V, known as Uniting for Peace. The text gives the UN General Assembly the power to take up matters of international peace and security when the Security Council is unable to act due to the lack of unanimity among its five veto-wielding permanent members. And such was the case on Monday with this emergency session. The second interesting note is that the two exact words, peace and security, that's actually three words, but you know what I mean, 
spoken just exactly that way. Peace and security were spoken no less than eight times at this emergency session concerning Ukraine. Here's what I did. I went to the video. I copied the transcript, which isn't very accurate. I pasted it into a file and did a word search. And I entered in peace and security, and I counted eight times. But do you know how many times they said peace and stability, or peace and the international security? I don't either, because there was too many of them. <laughs> but numerous times they would say the word peace. They would say the word security stability, safety. By the way, same word in the original language in the Greek New Testament. In 1 Thessalonians 5.3, asphalia translated security, stability, safety. So the Apostle Paul by the Holy Spirit is saying that you can know when this sudden destruction is coming, when they are saying two specific words, peace and security. And they're saying peace and security. So now we know what's coming. Sudden destruction. Now the question becomes, is this destruction about to happen suddenly? Answer? Well, let's turn to the experts. No. Wrong answer. Not trying to be snarky. I don't have to try. It comes very easily for me. Thank you very much. Don't turn to the experts. Let's turn to the expert of experts, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Please know that I in no way am suggesting that we throw the baby of experts out with the bathwater of their God-given expertise, but has that become the go-to? The truth of the matter is, the only thing that really matters is, what does God say about it? Not what I or anyone else says about it. As the Apostle John writes in 1 John 4, do not believe every spirit slash expert, but test the spirits slash experts to see whether they are from God. Well, wait a minute, what's the test? Oh, he just told us the test to know if the spirits slash experts are of God is do they acknowledge Jesus as God? Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. 
If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.